ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय So today we are reading from Shrimad Bhagavatam, Canto 6, Chapter 4, Text Number 10. Yuyam cha pritra anvadista Yuyam cha pritra anvadista Deva Deva Nachana Graha Deva Deva Chana Graha Praja Sarga Praja Sargayahi Katam Praja Sargayahi Katam Vrikshan Nir Dagdum Artaha Vriksha Nir Dagdum Artaha Yuyam Chapitran Vadista Deva Deva Nachana Graha Praja Sargahi Katam Vriksha Nirdagdum Ardaha Word for word meaning Yuyam Yu Cha Also Pitra By your father An Vadista Ordered Deva Devena By the personality of Godhead the master of masters, Cha, also, Anaha, O sinless ones, Praja Sargaya, for generating the population, He, indeed, Katam, how, Vriksha, the trees, Nirdagdum, to burn to ashes. Arhata, or able. Only translation by is Divine Grace Srila Prabhupada. That is no purport. O pure-hearted ones, your father, Prachini Bari, and the Supreme Personality of Godhead have ordered you to generate population. Therefore, how can you burn to ashes these trees and herbs which are needed for the maintenance of your subjects and descendants. We'll go to text number 11. I read to myself the text and then we'll read the translation and then we'll go into the purport. Adhisthatha satam margam kopam yachata dipitam 
पित्र पित्त महीनापी जस्तम्बा प्रतिना महीमाई Translation The path of goodness traversed by your father grandfather and great grandfather is that of maintaining the subject prajas including the men animals and trees this is a path you should follow unnecessary anger is contrary to your duty therefore i request you to control your anger purport is a short one please listen attentively here the words pitra pita mahi napi jastam vaha pratimahe depicts as honest royal family consisting of the kings their father their grandfather and their great grandfather such a royal family has a prestigious position because it maintains the citizens our prajas the word praja refers to one who has taken birth within the jurisdiction of the government the exalted royal families were conscious that all living entities whether human animal or lower than animal should be given protection the modern democratic system cannot be exalted in this way because the leaders elected elected thrive only for power and have no sense of responsibility in a monarchy a king with a prestigious position follows the great deeds of his forefathers thus soma the king of the moon here reminds the prachetas about the glories of the father grandfather and great grandfather om agyana timarandasya jnananjana shalakaya chakshur unmilitam ene tasmay shri guruve shri chaitanya manopistam sthapitam ene bhutale swayam rupa kadamahim dadati swa padana jaya shri krishna chaitanya prabhu nithyananda shri advaita gadadhar shivasadi gaura bhakta brinda hare krishna hare 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 krishna so we are on to the verse number 10 so we have to see what is the content context context when you go to a park or to a museum or to anywhere right when you enter there is a board which says you are here yes it gives a map of the place where you want to visit isn't it yes or no yes. it visits so it says you are here and this is a map you have to go like this you have to go like this so in the same way we have to see where we are presently to proceed further hmm? so we are creating or we are trying to understand what is the context here maharaj parishit is asking sukadeva goswami 
to give a detailed explanation about the creation of all the living entities in this planets. He's raising a question. Time to time you say, Maharaj Parishit is keep, keep on asking questions to Sukadeva Goswami, and Sukadeva Goswami is kindly responding to his question in the form of wonderful narrations. That's what is going on. So in response to Maharaj Parikshit question, Sukadeva Goswami is continuing, is stating that, yes, I am going to tell you something. What is it? That the Pretetas, you know, Prachetas are the ten sons of Prachiniyabari. they have gone deep into the ocean, into the sea, to perform austerities, severe austerities. Then they had the darshan of Lord Vishnu. Lord Vishnu came into the ocean to see the ten sons of Prachiniyabari, who are known as Prachetas, Prachetas. Now, after getting a darshan, they thought, fine, we saw the Lord, let us come out. When they came out, they were very surprised to see the whole land or the whole planet was filled with unnecessary weeds, trees, creepers, and plants. So, they got angry. We are going to discuss later why they became angry, okay? I want your input as well. For the time being, they got angry. And what they did? What did they do? They have developed mystic powers because they have been meditating the Supreme Lord not for one year, two years, 10,000 years underneath the sea. And therefore, they're charged with power. This is a problem. If a person is not a pure devotee, they don't know how to use the power. We also know that Srila Prabhupada also had mystic power. But it has to be used in the service of the Lord. But what did the sons of Prachini, Bharat, Prachetas, what did they do? They got angry and through the mystic power, they burnt all the trees through the fire and wind. They burnt the whole area. Now looking at this, the king of the Soma is known as the moon god or the king of vegetation. The fruits, the vegetable we have, we get the taste because of the juice that is created by Soma, moon god. Very, very important. Now that Soma, that moon god is responsible for all the vegetation, whatever is growing on the land. So he was a little bit disturbed. He was not angry. He was disturbed. Whereas the Prachetas were angry. angry. Yeah. So he came and he was talking all these verses from verse number 
basically from 6 onwards. But he started talking on 7, 8, 9, 10, and is continuing with 11. Okay. So this is the scene. Now, surprising enough, <coughs> I also went overseas for some time. When I came, my gardens was also very full of trees and unwanted plants. I did not get angry and put petrol and burn the whole area. <laughs> Although I did not like it, but I was not angry. This is a problem. When someone does lot of severe austerities, they have to exhibit anger. We have seen that in the case of many yogis, like Dhruva Samuni and all that. Immediately, because of so much austerities they do, they have to, something has to come out in the form of anger. Hmm? This has been exhibited. On the contrary, a pure devotee of the Lord will not exhibit anger. This, if you want to go in detail, you can read a few verses backwards. 6.4.5. Srila Prabhupada explains why Pratetas got angry. Because they were doing very severe austerities for a very long time. And therefore, they Came, when they came out, you know, they want to do, you know, they want to, whatever they want to do, but they exhibited in the form of anger. But Srila Prabhupada says, a pure devotee doesn't do. Why? Because he exhibits godly qualities. Godly qualities. It will come to him, and therefore he will not exhibit. Anger is in the mode of passion and ignorance. So that's not the good way to exhibit. Now, another thing surprisingly is, when I was studying, I learned from South India, Tamil Nadu. We learned about a great king known as Pari. I don't know how many of you know that. Pari was ruling part of South India. Now, this Pari, the king, at that time, we are talking about 13th century. Yeah? This is, we are going back to 13th century. Now, the Pratetas, the sons of Prachinibharit, is backdated to so many millions of years. Yeah? Somewhere in Satya Yuga. That too, in the first, uh, first cycle, isn't it? First Manmantra, basically. This was happening in the first Manmantra of the Satya Yuga. Now, we are talking about Pari, King Pari, who ruled part of South India in the 13th century only, just some seven, eight centuries back, 700 years back. Now, what he did was, he was going. He's a very generous king. As he was going, he saw a climber plant, a plant which is struggling to grow on its own and it needs a support. So, what did he do? He gave his chariot to that creeper, and he walked away. What is the magnanimity? Say, for example, I see some dog or something, you know, on the road, struggling. So I leave my car and let the dog use it as his house and walk away. Do I do that? I'm not doing that. 
But this king did that. He left his chariot. You can refer back to the internet and see. Such a magnanimous and generous king. Now, we don't have evidences that he was a pure devotee or not. But yet, he was in the mode of goodness. And still, he was not angry. That's a point I'm trying to make. Yeah? So anger is not a good thing to show. And therefore, our... Who is telling? Soma, the king god, is coming and telling. Telling whom? Prachiniya Bari. That anger is not good. Prachetas. That anger is not good. And therefore, please stop it. Now, we are in verse number 11. Yeah? So we have to see the connectivity of 9, 10, and 11 also. How the verses are unfolding. Then we'll have a good picture. In the 9th verse, in the verse number 9, which was discussed a day before, or a or one or two days before. Now, Krishna is, it is said that, by Krishna's arrangement, all living entities are provided with adequate foodstuff. Although the verse mentions about different kinds of foodstuffs are available for different living entities, Srila Prabhupada takes an opportunity to emphasize the prohibition of cow killing and cow protection. Srila Prabhupada is talking on that verse, very important verse. We are going to dwell a little bit on that. And then if time permits at the end, I want to talk about a brief conversation between Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Chand Kasi regarding cow killing. It's a very good conversation. We will go back, yeah? So here, what happens is, in the first canto of Srimad Bhagavatam, somewhere, in one of the purports, Srila Prabhupada has underlined this statement. What did he say? To kill cows means to end human civilization. This is the words of Srila Prabhupada. Very serious comment. Yeah? To kill cow means end of human civilization. What used to happen before is, in the previous yugas, there was monarchy. Monarchy means, what is monarchy? Yeah. It was ruled by, the government used to be king. It used to be used by, the people are ruled by kings. But those kings, they get the knowledge from guru, sadhu, shastra. And therefore, they had God-realization. They were following Vedic culture. Vedic culture means cow protection. No killing of cow. Whatsoever, no cow's meat. Because they had the knowledge. But with this present democratic rule, there is no God-realization. And as a result, there is a mass slaughterhouses 
and transportation of meat happening. Whenever a cow is mistreated or killed, there will be impiety. Srila Prabhupada explains time and again. There will be impiety. And impiety creates what? What does it create? War, famine, famine, drought, sickness, problems, everything. So we have to be very careful with this aspect, okay? And therefore, all of us have to respect and make sure that we treat the cows properly. See, those days, one may say, yes, it's a Vedic form of life where a man and a woman both used to be engaged in cow protection. What do the man do? The man used to herd, feed, bathe the cows, and keep this, you know, the area neat and all that. Women used to milk the cows, take the cow dung, etc., use it for other purposes, and then prepare the sweets or whatever the uh, foodstuff from the milk. So this was going on. But now, with the present structure, everyone is living in apartments and flats and whatsoever, units and all that. So it is very unlikely that one, has to, one can afford to have a cow. But Tulasi worship has to be continued in those places. That is what Rupa Goswami is saying in Nectar of Devotion. In the Vaidhi Sadhana Bhakti, Rupa Goswami is mentioning that one must perform all this worship, like worship to the elders, forefathers, guru, earth, Tulasi Maharani and cow. But in the absence of cow worship or cow protection, at least we should have Tulasi Maharani in our house. Yes? So this is a mandatory requirement given by Rupa Goswami. I was talking about how cow should never be killed or mistreated. Yeah? Sometime back in the YouTube, I don't know, you, some of you might have seen that, a video was circulated in which this was from Taiwan. Taiwan, I think. A bull was kneeling down before the butcher and it was crying. Did you see that? It was circulated here. You can see the YouTube also. It was kneeling down before the butcher. One butcher was about to slaughter that bull. It was kneeling and crying, basically, with tears dropping down. And kneeling and saying, no, don't kill me, don't kill me. The butcher was a little bit in the mode of goodness. He was trying to understand what is going on. And then... He could not understand, relate to that. He called his, uh, his colleagues, two other guys. They came, they also observed, yes, yes, something wrong, the cry. You know, the bully doesn't want to die. It's expressing like a human, it's expressing. And therefore, all the three of them decided that yes, we will not kill the bull. We will take the funds from our salary and we'll release the bull and give it to some uh, Buddha institution or something. That's what they knew, non-violence. They gave it to them. Now there were four. Out of four, three people, they, gave, they did this uh, very uh, noble job. 
and three of them resigned the job and they took some other job. A similar incident was also uh, uh, is in the YouTube in China also. One pregnant cow was also doing the same thing. And then uh, they did a similar thing. So one has to be very magnanimous and kind to cows. So this is what Srila Prabhupada is trying to talk in verse number 9. Now, in, okay, why, why, why do we say cow protection is so important? Cow is very important. Why? What's the reason? Do anyone want to share one reason for that? One of the mothers, yes, Mataji? Cow gives milk. And milk is very important to nourish our brain tissues to get spiritual knowledge, Srila Prabhupada says. And not only that, the cows are very dear to Krishna. If you see Krishna, you should remember Krishna, isn't it? Krishna has got names like Gopal, Govinda. What does it all mean? And Goloka, that means if you want to go to Goloka, you should be either a Gopi or a Gopa. You cannot say, I am a computer engineer and therefore I will not go to Goloka because I don't want my clothes to be dirty. We cannot afford to do so. Because the job is only cowherd. You know, Krishna is a cowherd boy, isn't it? What does a plumber do all the day? What does a plumber do? Throughout the day, what does he do? Sorry? Yeah, he works with the pipes and taps. Yes, see, Aradhya knows that, very good. So a plumber, most of the time, nine to five, he works and fixes the taps, pipes, etc. So his concentration is on the pipe. A driver, his concentration is on the car. So in the same way, Krishna's concentration is on the cows. So by seeing cows, you should remember Krishna. Again, Rupa Goswami talks in Nectar of Devotion. What does he speak about? Udipan. Yeah? Udipan means stimuli. By seeing something, you are, you are motivated. You, are, you have the inclination to worship. For example, you come in the association of devotees. Don't you naturally feel like chanting and thinking about Krishna? Yes, that is what is Udipendi. Rupa Goswami is talking about it. Now, when you see Yamuna, when you see cows, you should think of Krishna. These are all Udipan, stimuli, which help you out in practicing devotional service to Krishna. So this is what is about verse number 9. Okay? Now, in the 10... The Soma has taken a higher position and they are chastising the Pratetas. Yeah? What did they say? You are ordered to generate living entities, but on the contrary, you are destroying them. So here, we see like a triangle, okay? There at the top, we have got demigod. Soma is there on the top. On the bottom two, on one side, we have got Pratetas. They are the Prajapatis. Yeah? They have to generate the living entities. On this side, 
left hand side you can see on the right hand side we have got prajas the subject which are the trees and the creepers unless there is direction from the higher authorities right the ruler will not do proper job to rule in the olden days or in the monarchy system the king used to take knowledge from brahmanas devotees vaishnavas and therefore is fixed in knowledge with that knowledge is able to govern the praja subjects but now what is happening although the government is taking knowledge from the ias officers they are material yes they are taking knowledge from the secretary government secretary the secretary of finance they are taking knowledge but that knowledge is material why do we say it's material anything that doesn't distinguish between matter and spirit is material the one that distinguishes between matter and spirit is spiritual that is what krishna explains in bhagavad gita from the right from chapter 2 anything that is moving i agree va anything that is moving is has got a spiritual nature because matter doesn't move this does not move unless i move the soul is a driving force the driver drives the car the soul drives the body although i am living in this body i am not this body i may live in my house i am not the house i may drive a car i am not the car i am driving the car i am living in the house so it is a very fundamental aspects but we should know that yes the difference between body and soul if you don't know that then your knowledge becomes material and then it is useless why it is shrama eva hi kevalam because it will come only for this birth material knowledge is good we are not saying it's bad it will give you dollars or rupees or pounds it doesn't give anything more it's not going to give you vaikuntha it's not going to give you <laughs> liberation therefore chaitanya mahaprabhu said what did he say when you are not liberated please read shrimad bhagavatam when you are liberated also please read shrimad bhagavatam that is chaitanya mahaprabhu's comment please don't leave shrimad bhagavatam so in verse number 11 what is happening the moon god is saying here don't you know the path traveled by your great grandfathers your fathers now kids 1 2 3 4 who is the father of pratetas very good who is the father of prachinaya bari who is the father of prachinaya bari hi griva you are attending every day no i'll give you a hint dana 
Havir Dana. He's a father, okay? He's a father of Prachiniya Bari. Now, who is the father of Havir Dana? Who's the grandfather of Prachiniya Bari? Antardana. So, Antardana's son is Havir Dana. His son is Prachiniya Bari. His sons are the ten sons, which is who are known as Pratetas. Now, these persons, they were all very noble personalities. Why? Why they are noble? Because Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, uh, uh, Chaitanya Charitamrita, Madhya, uh, Madhya Leela, 17.186, says that Mahojana Yena Gadasa Pantha. We must all, also, we must always follow the path of liberated souls. Liberated persons. Persons who are liberated, we should follow. Not material persons. They are known as Mahajans. Persons who are liberated. So, Soma is pointing out, look at your father. They are all liberated. Your grandfather, great-grandfather. All are liberated. And therefore, you must follow. Are you following? Your job is to produce the living entity to generate more and more living entity because you are a prajapati. But what are you doing? You are burning the trees, killing all the creepers. They are also living entities. But you are burning them. So that is a the point they are trying to say. Why they became angry? We discussed because they undergone very severe austerities and Krishna says you have to balance everything. If you have too much on the other side, then this side will affect. Too much austerities will result in some kind of, you know, problems, you know, like anger, something else. Therefore, one has to maintain. But if one pleases Krishna, then one will not get anger, basically. Basically, one will not get. One has to try to curb also, but service to Krishna is different, on a different category, because it's transcendental. Now, I want to ask a question. Did the Prachetas concern about the welfare of others? No. Very good. Why? Very good, very good. Very good. They did not concern about the welfare of the devotees or any living entities. But what did the scriptures say? The scriptures say a Vaishnava should be paradukkha dukkhi. He should be interested in the welfare of others. Yeah? If a devotee is suffering or something, then he takes care. Isn't it? But the pratetas did not bother. All they wanted is, yes, trees are going everywhere. They are preventing our job. Therefore, I am annoyed. I am getting angry. I am going to burn them because I got mystic power, which I got it from severe austerities. Is that a good thing to do? No. Because although they are in a very elevated level, okay, they are not ordinary persons. Okay? Don't, take, don't think that they are ordinary people. They are. They have seen Lord Shiva and Lord Vishnu and their sons of Prachinya Bari, who is also a very elevated person. But they are not like Prahlad Maharaj. They're not like Dhruva Maharaj. They're not like Narada Muni. Okay? Because Srila Prabhupada explains, in a country or in Victoria, how many lawyers are there? How many doctors are there? 
We have got one doctor, lucky. <laughs> we have got one doctor at our disposal. Yeah? A spiritual doctor. But how many doctors are there? Few. Yes? In the same way, pure devotees are very rare. Very rare. Why would someone want to always think of Krishna? <laughs> Leaving everything aside. Very rare. So you're a very rare guy, man. You. <laughs> One who surrenders to Krishna, who's always thinking of it, very rare. So pure devotees are very rare. Srila Prabhupada is very rare. You can't see another Srila Prabhupada. Very unique. So therefore, anyone can exhibit higher, you know, anyone can go to a higher position or uh, be on the very elevated platform. But to become a pure devotee is very difficult. That is why Rupa Goswami gives a definition of a pure devotee. What is that? What's the definition of a pure devotee? Aradhya. Anya. Anya Abhilashita. Jnana Karmadi. Anarvitam. Krishna Anusilam. Bhaktir. Uttama. So, beyond knowledge, beyond karma, only dedicated to Krishna's service, is it not a very high platform? You don't care about yourself. Very, very high level. So, therefore, although the pratyetas are at a very elevated level, yet they are not pure devotees. That's what we're trying to draw. The conclusion. And then, how do we see how do we see the plants and the trees as a spirit, as a person, living person, as a soul inside their body? How do we know that? Good point. Any other points? It's bearing a fruit. Yes, because of the presence of the soul. Now, Srimad Bhagavatam, Bhagavad Gita, all this is explaining the signs of a soul. Yes, all explain signs of soul. A very, according to me, there is an example which I picked up in Srimad Bhagavatam, which explains, or one can see through our eyes how the changes are happening. Yeah? How even in a tree's body there is life. Hmm? This is a very simple story. All of you know that. In the 10th canto, the story of Manigriva and Nalakvera. What happened to them? They are like the king of the, they are the sons of the finance minister. Universal finance minister. Okay? They are the sons. But what they did was, they misbehaved in front of a pure devotee. And therefore, the pure devotee, Narada Muni, cursed them for their benefit. And what happened to them? Trees. They became trees. But were they alive or they were dead? Alive. How did you know they were alive? Came out. See? Because they were at the backyard of Krishna's house. And all of you know the story. 
And when they came out, when they saw Darshan of Krishna, what, what happened was, when Narada Muni cursed, the celestial body, the demigod body, became tree body. Yes? And they were in the tree body for many, many centuries or maybe many yugas, whatever maybe. And then, once they had Darshan of the Lord, they got back the celestial body. So what does it mean? Celestial body to tree body and back to celestial body. And therefore, we know that through this very simple example that trees have also got life. It's a body of the soul. You know, that particular body they've got. And therefore, if we cannot find a devotee and chant in front of them, we can always go to a tree and chant. <laughs> Trees at least will listen. Tulasi Maran, of course, yeah. Any creeper, anything. Because they're all living entities and we can generate them, we can liberate them. So, well, I was talking about how Vaishnavas are paradukkha dukkhiya. They're concerned with the welfare of others. Now, today, we are going to talk about a very elevated, according to me, okay, very elevated devotee in Chaitanya Charitamrita. Because Chaitanya Charitamrita, everyone is a pure devotee of the Lord. You know, high caliber devotee. One may not even think, really, is he a high caliber devotee? But he is. There are so many devotees are there. But today, we are going to talk about Sivananda Sain. Do you know anyone of you? Any idea? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Correct, correct. Dog. Now, Sivananda Sain is a very close associate of the Lord. Now, what he did was, he did not do deity worship 24 hours a day. He was not chanting Krishna's name 48 hours a day. What did he do? His duty is to simply help the devotees. Note this point, okay? What did he do? I'll read, please. Shivananda Sain and his family would take great efforts to please, to please devotees who travel from Bengal to Puri during the Ratayatra time. What they used to do, he was a very, he had a lot of money, okay, very rich personality. What he used to do, he used to pay tariff, tax, accommodation, prashadam, to and fro. That's what he was doing, taking care of devotees, very nicely. Now, when he was doing that, one particular occasion, all of you note, there's a small story here. Yeah, one particular occasion, there was a stray dog, a dog on the road. This time also when I went to India, how many dogs are there, stray dogs? <laughs> They're so active also. Now one such stray dog came and joined the Sivananda Sain party. A small dog, okay? Now Sivananda Sain is a prachapati. He sees everyone yeah, as the praja, or the subjects of the Lord. Very elevated devotee. He did not mind. Okay, 
we are all going you also come you are also a living entity you also come so he entertained the dog the dog was accompanying okay like anyone else But who can give an example of a dog a, a congregational devotee in our melbourne congregation who takes care of a dog very nicely she puts it tilak and uh, and also yeah neck beats also a surprise because i saw um, in december i saw mataji when she was doing book distribution a dog is also accompanying can you see that i think definitely what's his name janardan is going back to god because this example is there okay we'll see this example how this dog is going back to god okay this dog simple dog okay he was accompanying then shivananda sen was such a magnanimous personality now we understand why these devotees are so dear to chaitanya mahaprabhu you know it's high caliber high caliber we cannot even express in words such a what you call elevated magnanimous pure devotee of the lord he took interest in the dog and he told his servants to cook rice and other uh, whatever prashadam for the dog at least rice and you must serve this dog every day like any devotee because he had lot of servants the dog was also fed prashadam every day one day it so happened that the dog was not given food and the dog disappeared immediately shivananda sen came to know about it he has sent he has sent 10 servants in different direction to find out the dog but no success he could not find the dog he was so morose so upset i can't even take care of the dog the dog was nicely doing devotion service okay then it so happened we are so morose and all that then the following day or the day after they have to go to puri the whole team went and as you know shivananda sen is the one who organized for all the accommodation prashadam everything in spite of that he did to all the devotees big congregation devotee that the the group went to puri they had darshan of lord jagannath the next day when they went to see chaitanya mahaprabhu the dog was accompanying it was sitting next to sri chaitanya mahaprabhu can you believe that and chaitanya mahaprabhu was laughing he is taking a small piece of coconut you know in that coconut uh, shell and throwing to the dog the dog was also eating very happily enjoying mahaprasadam from sri chaitanya mahaprabhu then chaitanya mahaprabhu said yes now you can chant hare krishna hare rama the dog is chanting hare krishna hare rama can you believe that it is there the dog is chanting hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 rama hare the dog is chanting then what did our shivananda saint did he just offered his obeisances on the ground to the dog with full humility i have never offered any obeisances to any animal especially dog i'm yet to do this maybe i have to do the obeisances to janardan 
one day when I see him. Because as an example of this exalted devotee of Krishna. And then he offered obeisances and he asked for forgiveness from the dog. What magnanimous personality, right? We can't even imagine. Treating the dog as a human and offering the obeisances. And then what happened? The next day the dog disappeared. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has given a spiritual body to the dog and the dog has gone to Vaikuntha. Association with a pure devotee or with the Lord himself and with all the pure devotees, the dog went back to Godhead. So, one need not have to just sit underneath the lotus feet of Krishna and keep on doing, you know, devotion, uh, what you call deity worship. If you do that, it is good. But what Krishna wants is to help his devotees in whatever way you can, simple ways. Hi, Griva. Simple ways. You're playing Mirdanga. That is enough. And one day you'll give class also. Yeah? That is okay. And Aradhya, are you talking about Krishna to your friends at school? You can do that. You can start now. 2022 is good. Yes? You're doing that? Talk about Krishna. Little bit here and there. Give prasadam. When your birthday comes, take a Krishna's uh, offered cake to your friends and give them. You can do that, right? You can do. Yeah, give the cake to your friends. That you can do. Small things is enough. That's very important, Krishna consciousness. Small steps. We need not have to be you know, like Jagat Guru Srila Prabhupada. Okay? Everyone cannot be Srila Prabhupada. Okay? Small steps. Okay. So, what is our qualification? This is a position. The qualification is you should be a dog of a Vaishnava. Are we going to remain as that? If we remain as a dog of Vaishnava, then we can attain the spiritual abode just like the dog of Sivananda saying. But if we offend a devotee, what is our position? We are back to dog. So, this is the mood of a Vaishnava. Yes? One should serve the devotee in a proper way, in a proper mood. Okay, finally, as I said, I want to quickly talk about the conversation between Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Chand Kasi in Chaitanya Charitamrita, just to understand the meaning of cow killing, okay? Many people, if you don't know, let us know that through the scripture. Many people have different uh, uh, imaginations, different thoughts about cow killing, yes, no, all this, you know. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is clarifying. The Supreme Personality of God himself is clarifying, okay? Now, this was a time when Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has come from Gaya after initiation. The Lord has taken initiation. See? The Supreme Lord has taken initiation from Gaya. After he came back, he was quite silent. He was only chanting. And he used to live in the house of Srivas Pandit. He used to have Kirtan in the night only. 
But in the daytime, he was encouraging Sankirtan. He was telling all the devotees, take your drum, go into the streets and chant Hare Krishna. Like our Melbourne devotees, yeah? Hare Nama, they go and do it. But he will not participate. He will chant, we will have a kirtan with all his intimate devotees in the night or evening. This conversation took place after or before this particular instance where once when the group of devotees was going into the town chanting, some of the local Brahminas, Martha Brahminas and other Muslim people did not like. Why is it all the time you're chanting Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna? We did not like it. And therefore, they spoke to the magistrate of that locality who is Chan Kasi. Now, you have to understand, those times, India was ruled by the Mughals. And the governor of Bengal was Nawab Hussein Shah. He was a governor. Now, this, uh, this guy, who is a Chan Kasi, was reporting to him. And he was a magistrate. So when they, came, when they brought this uh, matter to him, he said, I will deal with them accordingly. So what he did was, once he told them, come on, don't chant, all of you go away. Then they told Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, chant more. When someone says, don't chant, chant more, you know. So they were chanting. Then this Chand Kasi came to know, I am a powerful leader. You're not listening to me? I'll teach you a lesson. So what he did, he sent some constables and he broke the Mirdanga and he dispersed the crowd. Now, this furiated Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He was very upset. Upset. He said, I am going to follow civil disobedient movement. That was followed by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, not Gandhiji. Okay? Gandhiji has referred to Chaitanya Charitamrita. He did not say that. Civil disobedient movement was started by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. What did he do? He said he collected hundreds and thousands of men, everywhere men. He said, Wear nice uh, dhotis, tilak, come with a mirdanga. All of you chant Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama. And all of you from the marketplace march into the Chandrakasi's palace. Let us see. With all the lights, okay? You have to have a light torch and walk because it's the evening. Then after hearing this, after seeing that, the Chandkasi was <laughs> trembling. Then he said, okay, Lord, please, what should I do? He was not coming out. Then Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, I am a guest. I'm outside. You're not entertaining me? Like that. Then he, he thought, okay, he's not going to kill me. Then he called the Lord and they had a conversation. This was a conversation, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Chandkasi, a Muslim and a Lord, Hindu, or Supreme Authority, they're talking. So this is clear-cut information, okay? Now, I'll just probably read this, okay? Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Chandkasi began a long discussion on Quran and Hindu Sastras. The Lord raised a question of cow killing, and Kasi properly answered them by referring to Quran. In turn, the Kasi also questioned the Lord about 
cows sacrifice in the Vedas? And the Lord replied that such sacrifices as mentioned in the Vedas is not actually cow killing. My dear. In that sacrifice, an old bull or a cow was sacrificed for the sake of receiving a fresh anger life by the power of Vedic mantras. But in Kali Yuga, such a cow sacrifice are forbidden because there are no qualified Brahmins capable of conducting such a sacrifice. In fact, in Kali Yuga, all yajna sacrifices are forbidden because they are useless attempt by foolish men. In Kali Yuga, the only Sankirtana Yajna is recommended for all practical purposes, which is Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama. So that is it. That is the best sacrifice. Sacrifice means in Kali Yuga only Hari Nama Sankirtan. Fire sacrifice is not needed. This is confirmed by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So what else do we need? Any more clarification? The Lord himself has said, for all practical purposes, please, when you go for auction, when you buy a house, when you live in a house, when you vacate a house, keep on chanting Hare Krishna Mahamantra. That's it. When you're going to university, when you change your job, practical purpose, Hare Krishna Mahamantra, that's more than enough. Yes? Okay. Now, with that, we'll conclude. Okay? Now, if there are any questions, comments, corrections, please let me know. Hare Krishna. Yes, Prabhu. even beyond that also Prabhu they were in the mode of uh, they, 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 they were realizing that they are spirit soul yeah see without that we cannot go into the water because I know I am scared I am the body I will die and all that but their consciousness is elevated they know that they are a spirit soul not the body that consciousness right they are gone but what happens is too much austerity in the metal world is not good our austerity is following the four principles. Yeah? You need not have to st stand in, in, in the dank street, you know, on a, when the temperature was 45 degrees or 40 degrees. No, not needed. Or in winter, you need not have to go into the uh, St. Kilda beach. This is not for us. Our austerity is follow the principles, four regulative processes. Our sacrifice is chanting. Our dana, charity, is giving Krishna conscious to others. Now, if you do all that, then you go to the transcendental mode. Prabhu, it's not enough if you know that you're a spirit soul. That spirit soul has to be connected to the original source, which is Krishna. 
Mayavadis also are spiritual. We'll not underestimate them. They follow everything. They realize they follow the principles and all that. They are also spirit soul. They know that they're spirit soul. But they think Krishna and me, we are all same. That's a problem. The Lord has always got a unique position. He is a Lord. He is a master of the master. Srila Prabhupada put within brackets, master of the master. Because there are so many Lord, you know. Lord Mountbatten. But Lord Indra is also a Lord. He's a controller. But Krishna is Lord of the Lords. So once when you connect to Krishna, you come on the transcendental mode. Traigunya Vishaya Veda, Nistraiguno Bhavarjuna. Krishna is saying in the Bhagavad Gita, Arjuna, the three modes of material nature is always you know, messy. Don't play with that. Just go above that. How do you go about that? Always do my services. My service means Krishna services. Moise is not my service. <laughs> Always do the Supreme Lord's Krishna services. Connect to the devotees. That is a way. The moment one is not in the transcendental mode, yeah, connected to Krishna, one will come back to the material mode. Material mode means problem. Anger. Fear. Everything comes in. Three modes. So if one wants to overcome this fear, hatred, anger, then one has to become a devotee of Krishna. Yeah. Although they are elevated Prabhu, the devotee of Krishna is not easy, you know. Very elevated position. Only Krishna. Singular devotion to Krishna. Can we do that? Singular devotion to Krishna. Singular devotion only to Radha Ballabha. Not to other Krishna. Yeah? Because Radha Ballabha is a presiding deity. Can we do that? That's a question. Then depending upon your surrender, and your inclination with Krishna, your anger, everything will come down. If you ask me how, that is how it is. When the sun comes, the darkness goes away. How the darkness goes away? It goes away. That is how it is. In the way, in the same way, if one is inclined to Krishna, all the material qualities will go away. Like he, it's, everything is in ignorance anyway. It will go away. It will go away. Sooner or later. So therefore, our position should be fixed as a devotee of Krishna. Doesn't matter. We can be a very small devotee. But at least start with that level. We do not have to become Paramahamsas. Yes? And take a drum and go, I am Paramahamsa. Ramakrishna Paramahamsa. No, we do not have to say that. As Paramatma, Krishna knows everyone. Yeah? In the 13th chapter, the nature, enjoyer and consciousness, the Lord says, whereas a single living entity, he knows only about his body. But the Lord is a Chetragnya. There are two Chetragnya in the body. One is our individual tiny 
faulty soul, and the other one is the Supreme Lord, who is perfect in all sense. He says, I am the knower of all the bodies. As Paramatma, he knows everything. So the Lord gives intelligence for the devotee. From me comes intelligence, remembrance, and forgetfulness. That is for the devotees. If you, are, if you are not a devotee, he will give forgetfulness of Krishna. If you become a devotee, he will give remembrance of Krishna. So he is a person. He is a person like you and me. I will say, hello Prabhu, how are you? You reciprocate with me. So, Hare Krishna. Yes, Krishna will reciprocate. If you don't greet a person, how would you expect the person to greet you back? Isn't it? So he's a person. But the only thing is a supreme person. Most powerful person. Unlimitedly powerful. Anything he can do. You can't even imagine. He's present, he's not present. He will walk, he will not walk. Unlimitedly powerful. Present in everywhere. Can't even define his boundaries. But attached to devotees. That is his nature. Yes. Does it answer Prabhu or did I confuse you more? So what is the actual question? Because they are not fixed as a devotees of Krishna. They are doing, a devotee of Krishna means Krishna is in the center. But whereas Prachetas, their desire is in the front, not Krishna. The difference between elevated, uh, okay, say a devotee and the pure devotee, you can say, just for argument's sake. A pure devotee means his desire is always Krishna focused. I'm coming to the temple to please Krishna. I'm eating to please Krishna. I'm walking to please Krishna. Very high level. But a general devotee means I am coming because I can get nice prasadam. It's still Krishna conscious. But the, I am in the center. Do you know that? I, because I am in the center, I will get angry. If Krishna is the center, how can I get angry? Very high level, Prabhu. Everything is to please Krishna. Krishna Anusilanam. To please the Lord. Are we doing like that? Every activity, you are eating to please Krishna, you are sleeping to please Krishna, you are talking to please Krishna, you are walking to please Krishna. Are, we, are our activities like that? Then we are not pure devotees. Then we are aspiring, we are trying our best. But the pure devotees are there, whom Krishna is attracted to. They are like that. Sivananda same. Always want to help devotees. Thinking of Krishna's devotees, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's devotees. Not personal benefit. If you have a personal benefit, then you will get anger. If you get Lord's thinking of Lord's benefit, you will not get anger. Because you will come under the transcendental mode. Is that clear now? Pratyachas are like that. So that is why they are not pure devotees. Krishna likes them, but not as much as pure devotees. See, you like other children but not as your own children, right? 
Other children will come, you can buy, you can give them sweets or something. But not like your children. You treat your children in a different way, correct? Lord is... He is partial to his devotees. You can't help it. Is it what? Yes, yes. Correct, correct. Because they use it in a wrong way. If I have one million dollar, I can go to a pub, drink, go to the movie, you know, I can do it. But if I'm a devotee, I know I should not do that. I'll, I should give it to the temple. Yes, like that. They don't know. So they misuse. Like getting money, uh, the mystic yogi is like a power, like an opulence. Money. So if someone gives me one million, I go to the pub and drink. Sringi, the Brahmana, who cursed Maharaj Parishik, correct? So misuse of power, misuse of opulence, this will result if you don't have lack of, due to lack of knowledge. If I have knowledge, I use my funds properly. But if I don't know, I'll misuse it. So the Sringi, although he got power, uh, Opulence in the form of uh, austerity, what you call a mystic power, you know. But he used it in a wrong way by cursing a pure devotee. How can you curse a devotee? How can you curse a pure devotee? Very bad. Good question. How old are you? Okay. So when you are 10 years old, I should not be giving Bhagavadam, I think. <laughs> because I cannot answer your question. All right. See, the Prachetas, they are son of Rachiniyabari. They see the father doing very severe austerities in the form of father will do yagya. What he will do? He will do big yagya and do a lot of animal sacrifice. He'll stop. And again, he'll go to the next place and do yagya. Again, why is he doing all that? Because my next birth should be okay. In the next birth, I don't want to suffer. But in that, the goal is not Krishna. The goal is me. I want to be better. I want to be happy. And though, so what happened? He was killing animals left and right. But Narada Munis came and told him, listen, all the animals are waiting in the sky to kill you. It's not a joke. Don't play with animals. In one instance, Srila Prabhupada said, you don't have a right to walk on the grass unless you have to chant or help a devotee. This is our position. You walk on the place where you are. Who asked you to stamp on the grass? Such serious, heavy comments. Because Prabhupada's vision is different. Are we doing like that? I walk only on the grass. Ignorance. I don't know. Now we should know. Not even we should hurt the grass. Yes? So, he is seeing his father doing austerity. Then he thought, when a son, for example, when a, when a father is an MBBS doctor, the son wants to become MBBS and you know, child specialist and all that. You know, He wants to become 
one step bigger than the father. So the prachetas, they've seen the father doing austerities. They said, I will do the best, better austerity. I'll go into the water and do. That's what they knew. In your case, it's different. You know your dad is and mommy, both are devotees, so you can chant. They did not know that process of chanting. And therefore, he went underneath the sea. We can be on the land and chant. Yeah, that's better, isn't it? So they didn't know, actually. But Hare Krishna, this is the highest, Aradhya. Yeah? This Krishna consciousness is the highest. There is nothing, you know, greater than this. The highest in Kali Yuga, given by Srila Prabhupada, founder Acharya. Yep. Okay, we'll stop here. Gantaraj Srimad Bhagavadam ki Jagat Guru Srila Prabhupada ki Nithai Gaura Prema Nandi.